Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Mateo Lane and Emma Willman here from Inside the Closet. Today we talk about a lot of things happening in the LGBTQ news world. We also talk about internet trolls and we talk about experiences we've had on the road. And uh, it's a really good episode. Please make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes and join our Patreon page. Uh, enjoy! go look at that we, are, we are recording we're doing it so just real quick for those uh you know em and i are notorious for our terrible sound and notorious for not knowing how to use technology uh emma is caught in a blizzard she's in ohio mm-hmm. and she <laughs> d- doesn't have her laptop so she's trying to use their computer in the office to call me but that didn't work so then i had to buy like this thing on Skype where you can actually make phone calls. So I'm calling her from my laptop to, to the landline at the hotel, which yeah, is yeah. so right now I've got the microphone set up to my, um, I've got the microphone set up to my phone and the earpiece from the, I haven't used a landline phone. And I mean, I feel like a little businessman. I know. And I feel, I, I don't even know. There were, yeah. So we're doing it. On. We're Here doing we it. So, I mean, here we are. I mean, first of all, so many things there's been so much going on i've been uh, with both of us but then also the um i keep on how do i pronounce his name is it jesse or jesse from empire yes i have you been following it that case well i'm following it and i'm all i'm having a hard time following it because it's like it was so devastating when you read it at first and now there's like all these conflicting reports and now it really looks like maybe he i know because because I, I remember, um, you know, like first hearing about it and then uh, Tyler, who works with us on the podcast, sent us the clip about, you know, that maybe it was fake. And I was like, no way. This is the Illuminati or like this is like people trying to like spin it or he, some he's getting like this is like further harassment on him. And then now now it doesn't uh, look like that. Now it looks like he actually... Yeah. Which is why it's so, so bad, because now when the real victim is when someone else comes out who actually has had something like this happen, you know, because people are like, oh, everyone just believed it without the facts. And it's like, you know, when something like this, I'd rather err on the side of believing believing the victim too quickly and then being open minded that maybe when if facts are shown that maybe there was things weren't accurate and being open to that than like just being skeptical of victims from of hate crimes off the top. You know what I mean? Well, right. And also let's, I'm just, we're just going to hedge this conversation with that. We don't know all the facts. So we're going based off the reports that right. we're reading, but also, so th- that being said, cause I'm sure by the time this comes out, there'll be even more facts that have come out about this. But I honestly, when I was, when I first heard about this, my first thought was like, uh, Oh, like, what would be the point of all this? Like, I mean, there was no reason he would. Why? Who would fake this? Right. You know, it would be ridiculous. Because right. if you get caught, which now it sounds like this is it might be what's happening allegedly. You know, uh, not good. Like, not even good for. First of all, okay, I try and liken it to the fact. Like, remember when you were younger and you would do things for attention? Yes. Or you thought yourself, well, 
Because, like, you know, we, you're, we're both gay. We're both being made fun of for whatever reasons. That, well, if this happened to me, then they'd be sorry. Totally. I mean, is it that kind of mentality? I'm trying to, like, put myself in his shoes and be like, okay. Cause, so, because as far as I can see, he's super good looking. He's young. He's talented. And he's on a hu- huge on hit a, show. A giant hit show. What is the point of of lying? Right. And, and it's also, like, what not of you look back. You, yeah, that's, it, Yeah. And someone was like, oh, his Subway sandwich was still in, con- like, full, like, it was, uh, like, he took I the couldn't believe he was eating at Subway. That kind of, that got me some extra brownie points off the top. I was like, oh, because I like Subway. So I was oh, like. Oh, you do not, don't tell me you like Subway, Yeah, I do, Emma. when I'm on the road. No, and it, you don't. Mm-hmm. Emma, the ingredients are transparent. Is it bad? Emma, it's like, first of all, Subway's one of these places where you, if you even... You know what to expect. It's very American. Diarrhea. It's also like, you get like that smell. They have the Subway smell, the same way they have the Cinnabon smell. Like, when you go into an airport or a mall, they are pumping Cinnabon air throughout that airport. Right. The PNS explosion of this podcast I listen to always jokes about that. But Subway's the same. Oh, if you go into Subway, you you smell like Subway the rest of the day. Yeah, you're you just, just getting smell dizzy from that. Like Subway. Like they I pretend being, they pretend they cook the bread there in those like little things that like is just like keeping the bread warm. It's like you don't cook shit. Nothing is cooked here in this yeah. in this strip mall in like North Dakota. Like you're not you're not no one's in the back needing I've seen bread get cooked. You're not cooking it. It's that's you're not bread that got cooked. That, that's bread that was appeared because from chemicals. You're telling me the 16 year old employee I see at at Subway hasn't gone to France to learn how to make baguettes, right? And learn how to yeast and let the dough rise. And oh, it's just terrible food. I swear to you that their their tomatoes are gray. Oh, I never get the tomatoes. I always get turkey, lettuce, spinach, and pickles and mayonnaise and mustard. On a whole week. Pickles? Yep. Oh, see, I have a deep-seated hatred for pickles. I love pickles. And I like Subway. because those And those are all things they can't really, like, fuck up. First of all, if you ask for no pickles with your cheeseburger, seven pickles show up on your plate. Oh, yep. And I'm such a plain eater. I don't want that pickle there because <laughs> I have, like, a... I hate pickles, but also... I don't want that pickle there. I don't want that pickle there because then the bun, it, the pickle juice soaks into the bun. I love pickle and juice. And then... Oh, then then it's like, well, now like 15% of my sandwich can't be eaten because the pickle juice got into it and now the sandwich is ruined. I love, you know, you want to hear something super gross? Yes. I will drink pickle juice sometimes. (gasps) Yep. No, really? You enjoy pickle juice that much? Yeah. I like it. I've heard that it's, like, good for you. I forget where. There's so many conflicting things about, like, what's good for you and what's not. So well, How is it good for you? They just pickled a cucumber. I feel like, if anything, it's, like, bad. It's a lot of salt because they uh, – it's something with, like, when I was reading about, like, fermented foods, which my skin has cleared up a lot, but from antibiotics. So, but Oh, wait. Are you back on antibiotics? I didn't know what else to do. It was, like, my skin was so bad. It was, like – it was so, so, so bad. And a lot of people have written me, like, things that they've done. But skincare is such a specific thing that it's, like... Yeah, it's specific. It, t- I wonder if it's, like, one thing you're eating that's... It's actually... It sounds like it's more like a rash. I think it's... It was more a rash after I ate the pizza in Chicago. But then... And people were like, oh, of course you had pizza in Chicago. You're in Chicago. No, yeah. Like, to, I didn't yeah. eat good pizza. I was like, to be fair, you weren't having Luminati's deep dish pizza. You were at Zany's eating yeah. their grease of a pizza. It was, um, like, microwave pizza. But... 
Of course um, it was microwave pizza. That's all Zanies has is microwave food. By right. the way, I'm adamantly against Zanies because they refuse to book me. Who knows what that that's that's really weird. Uh who knows? It, a lot well, of times. I think it's, Bert, it's, Bert who runs Zanies, I'm really just putting my foot in my mouth, but it's like whatever, I'll play every other venue then. Because he's he's really he's been really, really, really like nice. To, to me, but what it can be is sometimes maybe didn't you have didn't your old booking agent wasn't he like abrasive to Bird or something? Well, something must have happened where like there was an agreement for me to maybe work there, and then I got another offer, and then they took that offer. And so the thing is, like, I am getting the short end of the stick totally. because I wasn't even involved, right? But Bert, who I've performed for before, before in Chicago. You know, he runs this place and he's super sensitive about everything and his feelings get hurt. And so now I can't go to Chicago and perform my own friggin' club. Let me, the next time I'm there, I will bring you up too because also there, he's having, I'm doing um, Rosemont sometime in June, which I feel weird about promoting because Rosemont's close to Chicago and so many people, like, of you guys came out in Chicago. But Rosemont basically is Chicago. Rosemont's in Chicago, but I don't want to, like, promote it too much and then have people come out again because... It's coming up, so I'm not going to be do. I mean, unless you guys want to see like a similar Why show. Why they put it so close to each other? I don't know. I I, I mean, because I, I was kind of like, mm, I, I'm just not going to like promote it heavily. But this is all to say that I thought that when I saw that Jesse 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 was going to Subway, I was like, cool. But I <laughs> I read some article that someone was like, I knew it was fake because he wouldn't be going to Subway. He'd have it delivered, and also no one that likes Trump watches Empire. <laughs> well, I. People who are rich can go to Subway. Yeah. And also, I'm sure there are people that like Trump that watch Empire. Those people that he paid off to, they folded quick. If I was going to do something like that, I'd be like, look, I'm going to, I would be like, I, I you know, I'd be like, look, you, I'd, I'd find people that couldn't tell. I'd be like, look, if I, I'm going to hire you to do this and like, if you tell. You wouldn't do it. And even all the schemes you've come up with. Never. You wouldn't do this. Let me tell you, you something. You wouldn't say. Never. In my because here's the thing, when it crosses like a line where it's condescending or hurts someone, I'm not interested. Let alone when it crosses, this is inconceivable to me. That I actually really like your point about trying to get into his head because it's like maybe something that he felt was the equivalent of this like happened to him and no one cared. So then he's like, I'm going to recreate it, and then they're going to see how bad it is. I don't know, but no matter what, like it's like you. This is not it's Well the shitty thing is if it's if allegedly if it's true, he's using real people's hate crimes, racism, homophobia, he's using people who have experienced at its worst, you know, the, these types of situations to gain for self gain. Yeah. He's exploiting victims suffering for his own self-gain. And who knows, if he got away with it, fine, he could have donated money to this and that and been an advocate for whatever. But you can also do that without being a victim. You can just say, I'm I'm standing for the rights of victims of of hate crimes. You know, and there's so many states and parts of the country that don't even recognize hate crimes. So when when things like this actually happen to people... um, you know, it's bad. It's so it's bad. Really yeah, because they could be. And also, I was thinking, it's always easier when you're like looking back on it, but it was like, yeah, that is weird that they would just be carrying around a noose. It's like they're carrying around a noose, but then they also seem like they're surprised because they said, hey, you're that bleep, bleep, bleep from Empire. And then they just happen to have a noose on them. That also, that is, it's like, oh, right. It's, if they just like randomly ran into them, why were they, they just carrying around a 
It, well, also coming from Chicago, like, I know that there's cameras on every corner. It's Chicago. Right. There's cameras everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, unless you're doing it in, the, in a private home or something. I, mean, I don't even know where. Ugh, this is so stupid. It's and, such a and The subway mess. thing is the most <laughs> ridiculous. The He's trying to seem relatable. Ridiculous. It's like sponsored by Subway. Right. Well, yeah, Subway's have, Subway's like, look, we're already dealing with Jared. We can't take any more. Oh, my God, Jared. I forgot about Jared. How could you forget I about forgot Jared? I forgot the molester. Oh, my God, why is everything so fucked up? I know, everything's fucked up. There was an article that said four out of five priests are gay. I wanted to say, you mean five out of five. Oh, God. I mean... Oh, they're so yeah. I forgot the two things I've been researching and following are the Jesse story, and then I went down a web of Carly Jet. Do you remember the girl who sang "Call Me Maybe"? Yeah. Oh, so, there conspiracies about her. There aren't, but I was I I was like, whatever happened to her? So the, while I was re- I was thinking about that yesterday. That's really, so funny you said that. Yeah, because I heard her song. And I was like, what did happen to her? And then I was like, oh well, she did Grease, which was basically brought to you by Benadryl. I mean, it was the most boring production. Oh, I've I ever never seen. saw it. It was terrible. And then. Um, she had like a nut. She was Cinderella on Broadway, which right. she's cute, you know what I mean? But like, she's not that type of singer. So it was weird to hear her sing with like the prince because she'll be like, he's like, 10 minutes ago I met you. And then she's like, and I murmured our, how do you do? I'm like, uh, it's normally the prince isn't the better singer. I mean, she, she was fine as an actress, poppy. but. Well, she's very poppy. She doesn't have that. You know, she's a good, she's a fine singer, but she just doesn't have that Rodgers and Hammerstein type voice. I mean, I that's love a, that's the a role songs. Julie Andrews did, right? That those I love the. I didn't even know she had come out with anything, but it was that's like we get so much fucking. I'm so addicted to my phone at this point, but it's like having access to that amount of info like that quickly because it's like I'm researching, I'm reading about the Jesse case while also having a browser open to like. Car- her like history from being like a toddler in Canada, like those are the two things that my brain is processing at like warp speed. Which Not my brain, is, the internet. I just think that my phone is making me sick. I'm starting to feel sick with the amount that I'm looking at my. phone. Me too. Has it increased? I've I'm I'm worse than I've ever it's, been. It's so I'm bad. worse than I've ever been, and it's making me feel really neurotic. The problem is that we're always on the road, so we're always alone. So it's the, it's like a way to communicate. Oh but my it's god. Like, I'm relating yeah. to you so much right now. Yes, I, I, completely. Because when the last when I was in LA and like, I feel gone. like if I was selling something right now, you'd buy it. Well, <laughs> yeah, well yes, because just the sold. fact that you're like, I, I, I am understanding you so much. Well, you're well, speaking good. my truth. Ten ninety nine a month. That's exactly what it is. Because like, especially since I was like alone, and you've been on the road a lot too. Like, I was alone pretty much. Just like, you know, I'd see a, f- a few people here and there, or it, if it wasn't like doing a show or an audition or something where I wouldn't be on the phone. Even when I was filming, I could be on my, I'd be on my phone for hours. But, like, mm-hmm. basically, I, it's just on my own. And then I noticed that our therapist really, like, pointed it out. She was like, you're completely addicted to your phone. I've never – it's gotten way worse. And I, I was kind of like, what is she talking about? But – No, it's true. We're just constantly looking at our phone. It's not good. Constantly worrying about – no. And I actually brought a sketchbook when I was flying – I had a five-hour flight. I was like, I could easily be on my phone for five hours. Easy. I was like, so I'm I'm not. I wrote jokes. I was writing, which I don't really do, and I actually have been starting that practice of sitting and writing jokes, and I'm enjoying it. I can only do it for 15 to 20 minutes, but um, I, I've, I've, I've mined some nuggets out of there. You mean you don't usually sit and write, like, you don't usually sit and, like, freehand write? Do you usually write them in your phone? 
Well, I, I write them and I write bullet points on my phone and then I practice it on stage. But as of late, I was like, well, I have five and a half hours. I have a bunch of stuff I haven't even looked over. So I pulled out my laptop and I just started diving into jokes that I thought were funny. I That's tried awesome. some the other night and got some huge groans because I'm going into Catholicism and I'm like, ooh, I got to figure out what's funny about this and not just sound like I'm complaining. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because it's like, that, but that's what will make it like a really good uh, joke, too, because like, it's like things that are hard to make funny. I, I remember Chris Rock talking about that, like things that the harder it is to make funny, like then when you do it, like that's like what will like really be like a signature thing. Freehand right. writing, I, I don't, I think I would, that scares me, the idea of not being on my phone for five hours. Um, well, I mean, I had the texting on, so I could text, but I had the sound of music on. It was an option for the plane. Mm. And then uh, no one was next to me. So it was, I was in heaven. Yeah, that's me. nice. Oh, fabulous. So, you know, I had all the space. I wasn't bothered. And, and I just pulled out my laptop and I just started, I started writing. Maybe but I, I am try to truly addicted to my phone. I'm so, and Instagram, like I'm always, I'm like, between Instagram and Facebook, like I'm just like always, 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 always on it. And well, like I got I got rid of Facebook. What about Twitter? You tweet a lot, right? I tweet a lot. I've been trying to be nicer on Twitter. Like every blue moon I'm starting well, I'm starting to get more and more like not nice tweets at me. Mm. So I'm trying to look less and less at Twitter just because I'm like, God, everyone's so mean. Right. Um like some some comic tweeted at, or Instagrammed me the other day and was like, "Hey, I saw your special. I think you're really funny." I said, "Thanks." And he posted something on his story about it, and then he wrote back. He goes, "Oh, I didn't know you had a beef with the gay community." And I go, what? "I don't have a beef with the gay community." And then he sends me a screenshot of someone going, "Oh, I think he's funny too. I don't know why all the gays hate him." <gasps> Let me tell you and something. Was, That's not true. I know it's not true, but I wrote back and I said, "Look, I just don't want to see anything negative about myself." And so I'm like, "Okay." This means I'm on my phone too much and I'm looking at my phone too much. And like Twitter, yesterday I posted a drawing that I did when I was three to now of Maleficent. And someone goes, I wish your comedy was as evolved as your drawings are. Ooh. And I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to give up social media and just post when I'm touring. And then that's it because I'm going into a deep depression. What What are people thinking like when they're like, so people... And also, I noticed it. So I, I did. I'm in Ohio, snowed in because I did uh, NACA here. NACA is where you showcase for college kids. And mm-hmm. I think I sound like an old person, but I notice a difference in these kids from when I had been doing NACAs like four or five years ago, where mm-hmm. they are just like so like the people skills and the people like. And this isn't like by a region because this is the national one. So it's like kids from all over the and. and I've done a bunch of these and I noticed like specifically like these kids were like, like weird, like socially, like socially seemed like, and they were on their phones like zombies and they like seemed like, like they didn't do like small talk the same way. And they were like, really, they just seemed like uncomfortable around people. Not to mention they looked across the board, like malnourished. I'm not talking like, like, it feels weird for me to be being, like, critical of, like, kids, but it, I, this is, like, out of concern. I'm not like, oh, they're never going to make it as a model. Like, I mean, that's off the table. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about, like, they're never – I don't know how they're going to make it as – I mean, it's like – I was like, this is the front lines of what's coming up? Like – Well, pro- the problem is everyone 
there's we can't address the addiction problem because everyone else is addicted. Like right. we've all just agreed. Like we You're right. I'm really trying when I sit down at the table at the cellar, I put my phone away. <sighs> Or when I'm on a date, you know, I put my phone away. Date. I haven't been on a date in months. But you when know what you I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. If I'm, like, having dinner with a friend or something, I just, uh, it is becoming an addiction. It's becoming, like, I was in, Van- I do want to talk about Vancouver, by the way. Yeah, I want to hear Seattle. about it. Um, but it's just a weird, we're slowly jumping into our phones, and I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I get away from this? Just that we even said, like, just when you were like, oh, I could have been on my phone for five hours. And I was like, oh, absolutely, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. I spent, there was, like, a night where I landed and then I had to be up super, super, super early. So I couldn't really sleep. And I was on Mm -hmm. my phone the entire night, like, just Googling Mm -hmm. and reading. And, like, it it, it was crazy. I think I was on my phone for, like, seven to eight hours. Like, that's, that is crazy. And we're used to this instant gratification. So, like, if you're texting someone waiting for a text back and you don't hear it soon, the, you start building up all these weird scenarios in your yeah. head. And, da, 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 da. and I noticed, like, today, I woke up at 9. I had fr- My friend from Italy was in town, Giovanni. So him and I sat down and got breakfast. And for, for two hours, we had a great breakfast, went and got coffee. And I felt healthy and good. And mm-hmm. then I get into a car because I was doing Lenny Marcus's podcast. So for the 10 minutes that I had to get in the car, I jump back on my phone. Of course. And my my neuroses starts jumping in. And then I put the phone down. I do his podcast and have a great time at talking with people. I get in the car. I get back on my phone. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I really, I might, like, really, like, make a thing. Like, okay, when I'm not working, I'm going to be drawing or painting or doing something to keep me from just fucking staring at my fucking phone. I think it would be so hard to do. Like, it would really... I, I'm so... There's something... There is something kind of sad about it. Yeah, because, like, my phone's, like... Yeah, like, the connection to the my out, the outside world. So it's, like, my, like, consistent... Comp- and that's where I listen to, like, music and watch things. And I need... Yeah, I think I'm going to try to do that, too. Like, a little bit of a phone detox. Because it's not like we're... Yeah, like, where you go into an office and then, like, you gotta... You can't... Even when I worked day, my day job, so I'd be on my phone. But it was different. It was different because I would get in trouble. So this yeah, is it's now it's like. worse. Because the more we're all addicted, the more we're all going to want to use this. So the more we're all going to be on our phone. And it's coming down on these kids because they, they, these kids, I, I was like, something's in the water slash I don't think any of them are drinking any water. Like things <laughs> are things. And, and I like a lot of people are like, oh, colleges suck. I've been like, you know, whatever. It, de- it depends on the school. Like, people are people, and they're just, like, a little bit younger, whatever. Like, I've had good experiences with colleges. These kids, I was like, I don't want it. I'm not interested in doing colleges if these kids are like this. Like, not just do they – are they interacting weirder? Like, the rumors are true about – because I used to – about the sensitivity. Because I used to be like, look, they're, I'd rather kids err on the side of – being politically correct, quote unquote, where it's like if someone makes fun of someone, they get upset. I'd rather that than them be like mean. So like I was always like down for it. Now it's like they look stupid. Like so, like they were there was a there was a comedian who is um, so clean and funny and like kills at colleges, and the kids were going oh at him, and I was like what? Yeah, I was like the this is this isn't good. Like. I've done colleges with this kid, a guy, and he kills. And I was like, mm. like they were just. Do you remember that audience we had in San Francisco when we did the podcast, yes. the second yes. one? It was like them, but um, but slower. Like they were slow. They were like, 
they weren't. And I, my first joke fell flat. I tried to do something dirty because the guy was super clean up top. So I was like, I'll try to do snack, like snack him, smack him out of it, snack him out of it. Mm-hmm. Fell flat. And then I did stuff and it ended up like going really well. But so I, I even had like a good set, quote unquote. And I was like, I didn't even want to be around the kids. I was scared. Cause I was like, you guys are like, this isn't good. Like, but see, I did a show out in Washington that was a college show recently, and they were a blast. See, that's I've done fun college. I've done a lot of fun colleges. Yeah. I've always like, yeah. See, that's the thing that's so. That's why this was so creepy because maybe it's like the kids that are like picking to represent the school, like because I did um any call- kid with an agenda, any person with an agenda over someone who's just coming to enjoy themselves is going to have a completely different that's experience. That's true. Cuz but they didn't used so, to be like this. Like I've done the done them where the kids were like more normal. Now they were like like it was like 600 like like just like they were like so weird. Right. If you have a college age child, check on them. Check on them. <laughs> Well, you should check on all your... Snap your fingers in front of their face and make sure they're, like, blinking and, like, cognitive. They need vitamins. They need water. Like, they got to start walking more. Like, I'm not even saying that from, like, an aesthetic. Like, physically, they have to get... They have to walk from the car. Or they'll be on a cruise. Um, I... Okay, so can I tell you about Vancouver? Yeah, I want to hear all about it. Uh, Flew to Vancouver first class. Nice. I was first class. Um, It was so much. First of all, just to sit there and watch everyone walk past me as I'm like, another coffee. I mean, I didn't even want coffee. It was 8 8 p.m. I was like, coffee. Um, You get your shit meal, which I was so excited about, which I would spit out if I was, if someone served that to me on the ground, I would say never. Up there, I'm like, yes, thank you. Right. And and then um, I put on Avatar the movie because I'd never seen it before. And I got about halfway through it, and I was like, well, this this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, really? Like, the Blue People. I love Sigourney Weaver, and I'll watch her do anything. But I was just watching this movie, and it's like, have you seen it before? Never seen it. It's like Fern Gully, but in space. That's mm. it. It's like, do you remember Fern Gully with the bat that was Robin Williams and the fairies and stuff? Yeah, that's a 90s movie, by the way, for the kids. Yeah, um, yeah I used to love that movie. It's... Exactly what you think. They go to this new planet, and they're trying to use the resources, and there's like this... I'm like seven years too late talking about this movie. Oh, I do that all the time. I do that with shows all... Because things are like... Everything's on... You can get stuff on demand. Like, so I always do that. I'm like, oh, you guys... Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? I think it's it's really good. And I'm like, yeah. Have you ever seen Casablanca? Have you ever heard of this movie? It's fabulous. Like, I I mean, mean, first of all, you're on the plane, and so you're like, well, I'm on the plane. You've seen everything. Yeah, I've seen every. It's like I've already seen all this shit, so I might as well just watch whatever. Let's see what the big deal is with Avatar. So I put it on. I started trying to live tweeting about it. It was so bad, I turned on Batman instead. Mm. But um, when I got to first, so I flew. Roy Wood Jr. and I were on the same flight. So funny. We got to Seattle. It was like a three hour layover. And we finally got into Vancouver. Vancouver was great. It was raining the whole time, but I have this such a ridiculous story. Okay. I was doing my Barbara Streisand show where I sing like I sing Streisand songs. It's a Streisand show. It's jazz. It's singing. And these three women were in the front row, and they were so drunk that like by by the second song, I was like, "Oh, you you know, like this isn't like a like I'm I'm chatting, but like you guys can't keep talking during the songs. It's not like one of those concerts." 
And that was nice of you to talk. even say I'm chatting. Be like, just just so I'm aware that I'm talking. Um, but that's part of <laughs> that's part of the show. Just to, so right. I know I'm doing it, but that's not part of it. Is not you doing it? Just so. But, and they were so drunk, I couldn't shame them. I couldn't like they weren't getting it. And so then they kept like at one point I was like, oh, does anyone speak French? Instead of clapping, they literally were yelling at me. I did 23 in me and I'm 47% French. And when I li- and I said, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." And then I started singing. They were interrupting my songs. I was literally in the middle of a, of a ballad where it's like a serious ballad and they're talking. And oh, so God. security came over and security was like and then I was like, "No, they could stay if they just move. If they go to the back of the room or they go to another place like but I, I can't, like, they can't be, of course they're in the fucking front row. Like, they right. can't be in the front row. So then I was like, you, get, you guys get one more shot. And so I start singing another song. Bam. They start talking to each other. And so in the middle of my song, I'm singing. I'm like, lullaby of Birdland. I'm like, you guys are still fucking here. Canada. And they, but I'm like, you guys have to leave. You have to leave right now. And they stand up and they go, is it because we're French? <laughs> and I started dying of laughter. I was like, yes, it's because you're French. Like, you're an idiot. And then the, then all the gays were the, my favorite. They all started yelling as they were getting escorted out, right? She's getting herself security. She's like, you have to leave now. And she, this gay guy goes, and don't forget your scarf. <laughs> Snaps. And then she picks up a beer bottle and throws it at the audience. No way. Screaming at them. Yes. At a Streisand show. Holy shit, was anyone hurt? No, I was like, oh my god, is everyone okay? They're like, yeah, I think it was a can. I was like, phew! I was like, but oh my god, what a fucking psycho. She picked up, threw it. I was like, this is the most insane. And I was losing my voice, and I was, it was ugh, anyways. So then I went to Seattle. Is it because we're French? You know what? Yeah, actually, you yeah, You know it. what? Fine. You yeah. know what? If, if the, like, of all the things. I, you know what I said to him? I was like, here's the th- I said... This is the type of narcissist that you are. That there's 200 people here and no one else is behaving this way. You're the only one. You've been asked to be quiet. You've been shamed. Nobody in the room wants you. And yet you refuse to move. I said, right. you, are a, you are a narcissist on a level that I can't even fathom. <laughs> what did That's she what say? I said to her. She goes, well, it's I your problem. You don't like French people. <laughs> yeah, she goes, oh, so you don't like French people. And then I started yelling at French. I'm like, tu dois partir maintenant. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, bitch, I'll yell at you in French. I don't give a shit. I'm glad but you then, knew something to say. I just would have been like, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? And they'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, it's the only thing I know. I just said it angrily. <laughs> <laughs> well, as they were leaving, I told Henry to play the piano. And I was like, they're leaving. They're going. They are so drunk. Um... Is it, it was, because it was, for French is like the funniest thing I've heard in a really long time? <laughs> because, well, that's the thing too. Is like I've never heard anyone like get kicked out of restaurants or whatever because they're French. Like, if anything, the French people are kicking people out of their restaurants, right? And to totally negate when you're doing, I was actually trying to write a joke about getting kicked out of a public restroom, but then have the reverse be that I did something wrong. Like, it was like, I never really played around with it, but it's because there are times where it's like, yeah, people do get kicked out of things, but it's also like, or maybe, like, if I got kicked out of a public restroom, it's like, they're homophobic, or maybe it could have been because I broke into their house, or like, th- there could have been something that <laughs> that I did wrong, too, but so to just to be like, like, I hope that they remember that and think that, I, I just hope they remember that, because... I- 
I, I, there's no way they can't wake up the next day and be like, oh my God, did we, like, I can't imagine their point of view being like, Mateo was the worst. They probably Remember didn't know they were that talking. Messaged you? That's that probably what it was. My other Streisand show who messaged you and me and Jared Freed for some reason oh, yeah. that I was mean to her. And I was like, bitch, number one, I recorded my whole show. I have the receipt. So I have audio evidence of you ruining the show and me asking you politely to shut up. She actually wrote me a follow up. I don't really remember it, but she wrote a follow up because she, yeah, she reached out and said that. And then I was kind of like, huh. And then. Then she reached out again and was like, I'm sorry, I was drinking a lot. I just, like, love the podcast or some kind of apology. Oh, so she must have – so she apologized. Yeah. I I, I have a vague memory of this. I don't know Forgiven. why she wouldn't have sent that to you, but uh. – No, she certainly didn't send it to me. I didn't, but I also didn't respond to her. She messaged me. Did she message me? No, she didn't message me. She messaged – Jared Freed and you. And Jared Freed's and a remember, comedian who is a little random for her to message. Nothing. <laughs> it is so random. I was like, well, because Jared's like, did you like really piss off this woman at your show? And usually the answer is yes, I did. But in this case, I was like, no. I was like, she was a wild drunk mess in oh, the front row. Oh, yeah. It took me because she, what did, yeah. She said, she was like, Mateo was really me. It was long and I skimmed it and she was like, because he said we were talking too loud, but we were just excited. That's the thing. So, Audience people have By the way, if you hear me sniffling, I'm like, my nose is so stuffed. Oh, I'm are like, you sick? Coming up. No, just like, I don't know. So you need a you Subway me, sandwich. Like, like, that's what's going on. She, um, people, this, I see, I probably like twice a month, maybe less than that, but like the last time it happened, I was at New York Comedy Club and um, clubs have gotten really good. I think like they've been more on it with security, which actually could be because people are taking their phones out. So, like, clubs mm-hmm. that used to not have as much security now, like, I just notice it more. So the, I was at New York Comedy Club, and this woman was, like, doing something. And then um, then when I, w- I was, like, out by the bar, and I saw her out at the bar, like, really drunk, ordering more drinks. And then she was like, that's a car that got with me commit. And then the bartender. Yeah, what? what did she say? She, she said the security guard was mean to her. And the bartender oh, yeah, was like, "They do. They're not nice, right?" And the secu- the bartender was like, "What happened?" And she was like, "I was trying to help the show, and he came over and stood near me, watching me try to help." And then, and then after a while, he said, "No more, lady." And then he said, "You gotta go." <laughs> and sh- and I was like, you know, it doesn't. I see it doesn't help the show. Like it 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 I. It, it doesn't help it. And she was like, I was saying I knew what he was talking about. Like, I was I was, I was, was encouraging. And I was like, yeah, but it, as much as it seems unscripted, it, it is. And you, it throws someone off. And, and also, it like, you know what it is? If you yell out during a comedy show, all of a sudden you're taking control of a narrative in a way that you haven't put any thought into. And, like, we've mm-hmm. put in thought into, like, how this is going to go. And if all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I like lima beans. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, now we got to fucking, now I got to. Talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know? You ruined the, you, it's like yelling in the middle of an opera. Like, no, they have this <laughs> planned out. Sorry there's yeah. not, like, a set in music right. here, but, like, they've got this They've got this figured out. Right. Um, wait, before we... Because we're at 35 minutes, we should... Oh, well. We have some questions we want to answer. Yes. And we're sorry there's no video today on our Patreon, which, shout-outs to our Patreon. Thank you guys so much for the support. It really, really, really uh, is helpful. 
And also because there is not video of the episode today, we're going to put up some like extra content. I'd also love to hear from you guys on Patreon, like what your favorite stuff is. I Did you see my um, video I tried to make with editing stuff? I posted it on Patreon. It was like, it's like seven minutes of me at Crazy Ex Girlfriend on set, and I tried to put in sound no, effects. No, I didn't see that. I'll send it to you. I like spent twenty hours on my phone trying to learn how to edit stuff with sound, which mm-hmm. is a little harder than I thought it would be to like put in like and like stuff. Uh, so if you guys like that, I'll do another one. But if you don't, then no, <laughs> no harm, no foul. I can, uh, I can, I don't need to try to do that. I was doing like fade-ins and fade-outs and trying to put like text over stuff. So, um, yeah, if you guys like it, I'm happy to do more. But if you don't, I'm not offended and it's all good. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, when we'll we come back, we're going to read a question and then also say where you can see us live. Yes. So we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. All right, so let's go over some questions. Yes. If you have any questions, you can email us at insidetheclosetpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, this one's a little bit of a long one. And so also, if you see. send us a question on Instagram, then um, we won't get it as quickly because I don't think Tyler checks the Instagram as much. Please follow the Instagram for other pictures and updates. Yeah, we're but, posting all the time. But for um, okay. questions, email. Hi, Mateo and Emma. Love the podcast, even if it makes me look like a psycho sometimes when I burst out laughing in public while we're listening. Anyways, I'm a 21-year-old girl in college, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin in April. Make sure to get your tickets and come see me. Also, please let me uh, know what you think about what I said about colleges. Like, are, I guess you don't know because you wouldn't have known other people. I've been to schools and kids seem fine, but how are they doing at your school? Are things okay? I'm concerned for the <laughs> kids. Maybe they're all concerned because there's so many shootings. They're like, you know what? I don't have time to do Hey, you know what? Comedians. Fair enough. I'm, you guys are dealing with stuff I wasn't. They, the, you know what? Fuck I me. Know, those Good poor, point. Yep. Those poor kids have actual shit to worry about. Right. Um, in the past eight months, I have come out as bisexual. I have hooked up with guys before and thought it was... I'm turning into a little barber. Like, I hooked up with guys before and I thought of them always ignored me. Um, I was always into that, but always ignored the fact that I was also into girls. In the past few months, I have finally had experiences with girls, and it seems so good just making out with a random girl at a bar and felt amazing. Almost better than guys, question mark. I want, she said, I want to have, but she said, I wang. I wang have more experience with women, but I am having trouble because I keep having men attracted to me. I have a Tinder account, but I currently don't have it set to men because they tend to match easily but end up being creepy. Yeah, tell me about it, girl. It's hard to find women interested in real life because I dress not femme. Uh, she dresses femme have, or not femme? She goes, because I dress not very femme. Interesting, I'm surprised. I still surprised. have shoulder-length hair and often read as straight and guys try and flirt with me. How can girl? How can a girl give off more vibes that she is also into girls? Thanks. Oh, God. We can't... Uh, no, if you don't say, say someone's name. last name, it's fine. She said, but in podcasts, please put anonymous. Oh. Well, we'll timestamp that. Write, yeah. write down 38 minutes, so we'll have them take out the name, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, I think for this kind of thing, like Tinder is, yeah, you, you just kind of summed up Tinder, but I think it's about putting yourself in situations where pe- the people are going to assume that you're gay. So it's like. Um, going to gay bars or there's like some like gay dating apps or like just 
with Tinder, gay, straight, like gay men, gay women, bisexual, whoever, it's all about like just being persistent. Like Tinder is like basically like a numbers game too. So you got to just, uh, you got to just like stick with it. Like it's not, obviously it's not as easy to meet women as it is men because there's more men and men are kind of groomed to be more aggressive and for in terms of like courting, I guess, but. I think you have to put yourself in places where there's more, like join a gay straight student union. And even if you're not in any of those motherfuckers, uh, just by being in it, people will kind of be like, oh. And then someone might know someone who might know someone and bada bing, bada boom, you're fucking. Well, also, but she, I think she was saying too, like, how do I, how do I, hold on, let me read it again so I don't get it wrong. Um, how can I get, how can a girl give off more vibes that she's also into girls? So, um, you know, actually, I'm the expert on this. Um, I, I haven't been on the show in a while, but it's the lesbian expert. Um, are you there, Emma? I'm here. What, what, what tips do you have? Well, as lesbians, I figured we could give her some advice on things to wear. Um, and Perfect. So that other, girl, other girls will know that she is also a lesbian. But what um, if she doesn't want to dress butchy? Well, okay. Then I have to go. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could start simple. Just wear a giant sign that says, um, here for pussy. Right. Um, no, I'm kidding. Look, here's the thing. You dress however the fuck you want to dress, whatever makes you fucking happy. Yeah. Um, the more out you are about the fact that you're with women, the more likely you'll be surrounded by people that will, you know, start to, oh, she's, you know, also into women, da, da, da. Yeah, people like need you said, to know. Yeah. If you're a real estate agent, you got to get yourself out there as someone that buys and sells houses. Otherwise, people aren't going to ask you to look at a house. Right. That's a weird thing about gays and lesbians where it's like gay men. Like, I couldn't – not all gays, but for me, I couldn't hide the fact that it was gay. Like, as much as I tried, I was still like – Right. Eee! Also, like, gay so men – and gay men that pass as straight, usually – like, this old roommate of mine passed as straight, but he would – he, he didn't have a hard – he would just go to gay bars and, like, he would, like, head nod and, like, you know, like, get right. men would know he's gay pretty – pretty right away also walking in the bar was like okay right i see you um yeah i don't know that's a tough one i think it's just about like surrounding yourself with the the right people going out to the right places when you want to go out you know maybe if you are wanting to attract a certain you know girls or guys whatever make sure you plan the night out okay tonight i'm i'm really i want to make out with a girl we're going to a lesbian bar we're going to lesbian night we're going to this we're going to that you know if you're surrounded by constant mix of just straight people you might have a harder time like sending that message because guys Mm -hmm. are just thick in the head and don't get it right or they'll be like i mean tinder is like i mean my nose i'm so sorry my nose sorry go on about Tinder's like when Tinder is like, you know, everyone, even if you put just interested in women, there'll be women on there with their boyfriends trying to get threesome. So like, but that's like. Yeah, men are always ruining things. But that's like, I mean, it's like straight women have to do, everyone's got their trials and tribulations with like dating stuff. So just the being like a more, someone that you, people can't quickly identify as gay, you got to put yourself into other things where maybe also it's like you're not thinking of, okay, I'm going to go like meet someone to hook up with. Maybe it's more just like being around other people that like are queer or bi or whatever and then going from there. Because it's all about, you know, I did sales for a little bit, wasn't really any good at it, but it's about like getting <laughs> leads and prospecting and like, you, you know. You just had the most ridiculous life, Emma. Ugh. Did you ever do sales? No, because you had other skills. No, I did. I worked at retail. I worked at Michael's, Blick, the container store. 
Um, I definitely worked in sales. See, but I, I wasn't like I did like phone sales stuff. I see. I can't right. do store sales because I can't ring people up. What? Oh, dyslexia? I don't know. I got confused, man. Like I worked at an ice cream shop for a weekend, and then when I'd have to ring people up, and it's like I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, it got easy after a while, but also just like I had a panic attack when I worked at the container store. <laughs> well, you also had I a girlfriend. Didn't no, you? that was at Michael's. Oh, I hate the container store. I they love the container to store. Me. They were pieces of shit. They're like psychos at the. They think they're doing open heart surgery, and it's like, calm the fuck down. Oh, you my. sell boxes. I saw someone do the funniest joke about. It wasn't about the container store, but it was about working at the cheesecake factory, which I love. But he was like, <laughs> he was like talking about how they like quiz you, and he's like, do you know how degrading it is to be a grown man trying to cheat on a test to work at the cheesecake factory? <laughs> Brett Ernst, that's who was doing that joke, and I was like. Oh, man, I get it, dude. Like, I fucking... He was actually a very good-looking it. Italian man. Eh, hey, Magadadishi. Yeah. Italian-American, uh, well that, but yeah. That, that ends today's episode. So yes, and we one. can do... Should we do the other question on our Patreon content? Uh, yes, we should. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Matteo, where can people see you coming up? Well, people can see me in Ro- no, Rochester, New York is next weekend. I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts this weekend. And shout out to Rochester. Cindy, who listens to this show, I know her from um, Taylor Strucker Morning Show. She's super supportive of like, she's doing comedy now herself, but just like super, like I met her first at um, one of Taylor's live shows. And then when since we've been doing this and she's been posting about Mateo coming to Rochester for quite a while like singing your praises so shout Aww. and she came to my show so uh shout well, tell, out i want to meet her and then yes. and then also to promote me please tell people to come to the show she is um, so thank you cindy but, thank you yeah um so i'll be in uh springfield massachusetts this weekend at mgm or roar at mgm the comedy club's name is roar so go on my website mateolankcomedy.com and you can buy tickets there or go to roar's website but if you're in Springfield, Massachusetts, and you want to see me and Evan Williams this weekend, come on out. Evan Williams is so funny, too. I watched him do these new jokes I hadn't seen at the Village Underground the other day, and uh, I really was tickled. Oh, he's the best. Very funny. And then where can people find you? So I'm going to be... So, oh, this is one thing. People message me sometimes about when I'm in New York, like which places I'll be at, and then they'll be like, I saw you on this club's website, but it's not on your website. I don't post the shows I'm doing in the city because I'm usually just like running around. Like, and you'd put your avails in at the clubs for the month and then the seller is by the week. So it's like on Friday, I've got some shows at Eastville and then I'll be at the seller later. And then it's, it's like, I'm always just running around. So if you're going to be in, like I'll be in New York a bunch this month, just shoot me a message. But if it's not on my website, it doesn't mean I'm not doing it, but I'm also not probably going to be able to like meet afterwards and I'm doing a shorter set or if you, whatever. Yeah, and if you go on the Comedy Cellars website, they'll say, they'll go to the lineup. Each day they'll say who's on all their shows. Yes. And so also, if you know MRI yes. are in town, go to the Comedy Cellars website and look at the lineup and you'll see where the, that we're there. Yes. that And there was someone that came to a show the other day um, from the podcast too. So it always like, if I'm walking around, feel free to like flag me down. Um, so I'm going to be in New York for a stretch coming up, which I'm really excited about. And then I'm going to uh, Vegas again. But the show I would like to promote is I'm headlining Flappers in L.A. April 5th and 6th. And I haven't done like a headlining show in L.A. before. And then I'm going to be in um, – I'm doing the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, which is going to be in Austin, Texas. Are you doing that? No. Did you do it before? Yeah, it's great. 
Um, I'm doing that April 24th through 26th. And then, uh, oh, March 29th and 30th, I'm going to be in Hartford, Connecticut at the Brouhaha. And then also, um, I forgot, I'll be in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge, March 22nd to the 23rd. So get tickets. Um, Awesome. That's coming up quick. These are all coming up. This is a fun one. Make sure sure to like and subscribe on iTunes and uh, follow us on Patreon. Yeah, find us on Patreon. Yes, please. Thank you guys. Bye, y'all.